Soul Food Sunday at Hollywood United Methodist Church in Harmony, Toluca Lake. We are so glad that you have joined us in person and online. And this morning we want to introduce to you, those of you who have not met him, our new interim worship leader at Harmony, Gaddison. We are so glad to have him with us. <clears throat> and now John West and Gaddison will introduce the focus of our service today. Good morning. Oh, thank you. Yeah, all right, good morning again. <laughs> good, yeah, you don't wanna be quiet during this service, okay, so. In honor of Black History Month, we are celebrating African-American music, understanding that what we present today is only a smidgen of what exists. We will be performing in multiple styles from African, spiritual, gospel, R&B, funk, jazz, gospel, classical to Dixieland gospel, the whole kit and caboodle. And while we're only giving you a sample of some of the music that plays an integral part in African-American culture, other forms such as blues, ragtime, hip-hop, and even rap are just as important. The origins of these musical forms arose out of conditions of slavery that characterized the lives of African-Americans even before they had citizenship rights. The first form of African-American music is the spiritual, which originated among Southern slaves following their conversion to Christianity. Conversion, however, did not immediately result in slaves adopting the traditions associated with the practice of Christianity. That came later. Instead, they reinterpreted Christianity in a way that had meaning as Africans displaced in America, singing as they worked and suffered in plantation fields. Spirituals, for the most part, had little to do with life on earth. 
as it was not a place for these disenfranchised people to find joy. Instead, spirituals looked upwards to heaven and to life after death, which was the only hope they had to look forward to. Now, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Gaddison, and I am the worship leader at Harmony Toluca Lake. And at Harmony, we love to do a variety of worship music, including contemporary gospel, and contemporary gospel derived from being combined with traditional gospel uh, and many forms of secular pop music. Uh, every Sunday, we start our service at Harmony with three worship songs to get the congregation in the spirit. And so um, after, in, in, in a little while, we're going to go and worship together, and we're going to ask you to stand up and, and clap your hands and just have some fun with us. But first, we have the choir. together. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. 
Sing this with me. Say, who am I that you are mindful of me? That you hear me when I call, oh Lord, yeah. And is it true that you are thinking of me? How you love me. It's amazing. Say, I am a friend. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Sing it again and say, I am. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Say, who am I? Who am I that you are mindful of me? Thank you, God, that you Oh, when I call, oh, Lord, yeah. Is it true that you are thinking of me about how you love me? It's amazing. Oh, I am a friend of God. guys feeling good? All right. Let's worship.
it one more time and say yeah, yeah. You are Alpha and Omega, and we worship you, our Lord, and you are worthy to be praised. Oh, we give you all, and we. today and I'd love to have you join me up on stage if you would and those who are joining in virtually hey participate with us share some of your comments uh, in the chat all right one more coming I'm gonna sit down here with you hello hi I am April Olt children's ministries coordinator here at Hollywood United Methodist and it's an honor to have this combined service today along with Harmony Toluca Lake welcome and we also have our nursery open today for those four and under and we are encouraging everyone else to stay here and enjoy this beautiful and amazing service I'm already moved and we're what 10 minutes in <laughs> I'm feeling God's love here today are you and that's what we've been talking about in our in our sermon series this week all you need is love and then we show that we're Christians by our love. And today we're hearing it through music, we're hearing it through praise and through clapping. So what are some ways that you think uh, we can also show our love, God's love through us? Any ideas of how you do it? Hmm? 
what do you think? Praying. Praying, absolutely. Praying out loud, praying silently, thoughts, love it. Anything else? What do you think? Ezekiel, you look like you're thinking. What do you like to do? Are you a singer? I've heard you sing. <laughs> do you like to sing? Yeah. Through singing, what do you think? Enjoying your family, your friends. Maybe, yeah. Well, you know what, this, um, I have to let you know for young people here, young people joining us in virtually, you know, we've probably heard a lot in the last week um, on the news from our families, from, you know, it can get to be a lot in the last week, in the last two years, in the last centuries. You know, we as adults are having a hard time, so I can't even imagine uh, for some of you how hard it has to be. Yet, we come together and we show that we're Christians by our love because we have each other. We have this room. We have God present. We can feel him in this music here today. And so that's what I want us to do, to shout out to praise. I want them to hear Hollywood and Harmony to Luca Lake, that we are showing we are Christians by our love in the block, right? All of around us and all of Los Angeles. And this is how we let our light shine through everyone, right? Okay. I'm feeling it already, and I can't wait to see what happens in the rest of the service. So let's bow our house, uh, heads in a moment of prayer. Dearest Lord, as we show that all we need is love, we show that we are Christians by our love, whether it is what we do with our family, our friends here, an expression of music, an expression of our voices, of of ways that we have of sharing and showing your love to those around us, this we believe because we've seen your power at work, that this love that we express here today will be carried on not only with ourselves, but with our community, uh, with our country, and with the rest of the world. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. We'd like to invite those who are we are receiving into membership at Hollywood United Methodist Church to come forward at this time. We are excited that we are welcoming in seven new members this day by affirmation of faith, some from other United Methodist congregations and some from other denominations. So, And William, we're going to baptize you here in a few weeks. Yeah. So William brought his parents, <laughs> the Tyler family, Dylan Coyle, Victoria Carter, Tim Payne, Boa Lee, and Paul Bach. So we are glad that you all are here. Okay? I'm going to ask your parents. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till March 20th. Okay. <laughs> Pastor Brighty's going to start you out with the questions. All right, friends, we are so excited to bring you into membership today with this wonderful community. And I just have a few quick questions for you that are super important in our life in the church. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Good. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your savior 
put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. According to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? And two final questions. As members of Christ's universal church, will you be loyal to Jesus Christ through the United Methodist Church and whatever progressive iteration comes after this? <laughs> and will you do, and I'm serious about that, and will mm -hmm. you do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If so, say, I will. And finally, as members of this congregation, Hollywood United Methodist Church, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? Will you join me in welcoming the newest members of Hollywood United Methodist Church? Welcome. Yay. <laughs> That's the quiet. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> And let us pray. Gracious God, we're grateful to you for these, your faithful disciples who seek to serve you in new ways. Bless them as they journey along their life of faith. In your name we pray. Amen. And now, will you stand as you are able and let us pass the peace of Christ to one another. May the peace of Christ be with you. You know, as we're celebrating this uh, wonderful uh, Black History Month and our great uh, welcoming of new members and our uh, singing uh, the church's uh, hymns that are spirituals and gospels and uh, celebrating in such an amazing way, uh, it may seem like Russia and Ukraine are very far away from us. But the fact of the matter is they are closer to us than we can even realize. Friday, I was uh, meeting with the Council of Bishops of the United Methodist Church, and our bishop, Bishop Alstead, who is the bishop of the Scandinavian countries and the Baltic countries, talked about the fear and the concern and the uh, angst that the people in the Baltics have, afraid that the aggression will come to them and that they will not be able to do all that they can to help those who are now hurting so much. And then Bishop Strife, who is the bishop in uh, many of the countries of Southern Europe, talked about how his churches in Poland, uh, our United Methodist churches in Poland, are receiving refugees and all of the refugees that are coming to Poland, and how the churches are working to give them shelter and to help and care for them, and are working ecumenically with other churches and other Christian communities in Poland. And then we have Bishop Edward Kege, who is actually uh, Korean by heritage, but is a third generation Russian, and he is our bishop 
in Moscow, and he has all of the United Methodist congregations all over Russia and Ukraine. So he relates to all of those congregations, and he was not even able to be with us on Friday because of the situation there. So all of us United Methodists are invited to pray for him and for the congregations that are trying to shelter people and care for people in this time. And as you know, I'm a part of the World Council of Churches, and here in the World Council of Churches and our ecumenical ministries, the ecumenical patriarch of the Greek Orthodox Church, uh, he and I work with him a lot in the World Council of Churches, and he and the other leaders from the Greek Orthodox Church have been so careful to support all of the Orthodox in Ukraine and to care for them. And I also relate there with Russian Orthodox priests and priests and bishops from the Russian Orthodox Church. But this week, the leader of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church spoke out to his people and he called upon them to have prayer and to support one another and he reminded them that Ukraine and Russia both are people who came from the same baptismal font and that this was a repetition of what happened to Cain and Abel, who were Adam and Eve's sons, when Cain, out of envy, killed his brother Abel. I thought that was a very touching way to describe what is happening. And he asked that the God of peace and justice would be there for all of the people in Ukraine. And we continue to pray for the people in Ukraine today. And we pray for peace and the laying down of weapons. And we pray that God's spirit will comfort those who fear and will draw near to them. We pray that we can protect others and that God will protect all of God's children. The Anglican archbishops in, uh, in England uh, spoke out and offered prayers. And, and then the British Methodists made a comment as well. And the British Methodists, when they were talking, reminded us that even as we celebrate Black History Month, also in our, in our church lectionary, it is Transfiguration Sunday, where Jesus went up into the cloud with some of his disciples. And the British Methodists reminded us that when Jesus was in the cloud with his disciples, God spoke and God said, this is my son, my chosen, listen to him. And that is a message we can all receive and pray that the Christians around the world re will receive, that we will listen to the voice of God through his son, Jesus Christ, and that we might be cared for as we care for one another, as we prepare now ourselves to go into a time of prayer.
Let us pray. Dear God, we are grateful this morning for this place to gather and worship in freedom, in safety, and in fellowship. Free this morning from the fear of violence and tanks and disruption and displacement. Dear God, we pray for Ukraine and her children who do not know the same security that we know this morning, whose prayers are not offered in safety, but in chaos, who are fleeing their homes and seeking shelter in underground places, and also standing up and resisting. Our heart grieves at the reality of such brokenness in our world in the face of such violence. Prince of Peace, Holy Spirit, God Almighty, be with each man, woman, and child who is faced with the terrible reality of war. Quell the arrogance and the hunger for power in the hearts of men with too much power already that drive this conflict. Sustain the strength and the courage of the people who resist. We grieve for the lives that have been lost and the innocence that has been shattered. We confess, dear God, that we do not understand war, only that it is terrible and that it comes from the hearts of men. But God, we know that if it can be born from the hearts of men, we are hopeful, God, that those hearts can be changed with your help and peace can and will be found again you have showed us this possibility over and over again through the life of your son Jesus and his work through us in the world. And we thank you for these candles in the darkness that we cling to. Help us to hold up against fear. Do not let it destroy our belief in each other and our belief in the power of peace. Be with those this morning throughout Europe and the world who are remembering and feeling the impacts of generational trauma who have lived in the long legacy of war on the continent. May cool and wise hearts and heads with love and the wisdom of God prevail. May all life and love be protected. May we remember that we are loved and that you are with us in all things. Dear God, we offer a moment of silent prayer now, lifting up our brothers and sisters across the globe and our own prayers for our own community. all-powerful one, blessed creator, we pray for a day when the sovereignty of each individual is seen clearly. And we are grateful because we know that day will come when those who make war, when those who wish to demean others with nationalism and violence and racism would see that each person is instead made in your image, that their life is sacred and that their path is their own. 
Let us see in our own power where our path merges with others and be mindful of the world that we are called to build together. We pray for a world where all people are able to live freely without fear of oppression, pain, or persecution. We pray for protection in our land against the rise of nationalism and the continued evils of racism born in the long legacy of enslavement. Give us the strength to resist, speak truth to power, and to hope, and to invite others into this ongoing and beautiful work of building your kingdom. God, bless this service, this celebration this morning, this worship that we offer to you. We remember and lift up the contributions of black artists and thinkers, theologians and change makers, freedom fighters and peace seekers, some of them right here in this room and more in our worship. We lift up these very same among us, may it be a gift to you and a holy remembrance and may it serve to remind us of the work that remains undone, dear God, the work that you invite us to the fight for full equality and respect for black people and other people of color in this country. Help us to acknowledge and recognize our own racism and the places we fall short and to find the courage each day to do more, to build better relationships, to build a community of love and transformation. Dear God, we confess we are an imperfect people, but we are grateful that you are with us in this holy work. You have taught us that we can be so much more that our world has potential and hope, that we are building that world together, walking with you and led by your son who taught us so much about who we can be. We are grateful for Jesus Christ, whose life, death, and resurrection remind us that each day is a new day to do the good work. And we are so grateful that indeed we are a resurrection people. And with that confidence born of what we now offer you, we say the prayer that he taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Following the Civil War, black Americans developed additional styles of music, including ragtime led by Scott Joplin, which then evolved into jazz. There was also increasing performances and compositions following the tradition of Western European classical music. We hear this type of writing in the hymn we sang, Lift Every Voice and Sing, which was written as a poem by NAACP, NAACP leader James Weldon Johnson and set to music by his brother, John Rosamond Johnson, in 1899. It was first publicly performed as that poem, later at another celebration at Lincoln's birthday on February 12, 1900, by a choir of 500 school children at Stanton School, where the composer was principal. In 1919, the National Association for the Advancement of Color People, which is the NAACP, dubbed it the Negro National Anthem for its power in voicing a cry for liberation and affirmation for African-American people. Roll Jordan Roll is a spiritual that again is looking forward to a time after earth and entry into a better place. The Jordan River is a recurring powerful symbol in African-American spirituals. 
Jordan represented death, a death typically seen as liberation from the harsh realities of slave life. Therefore, crossing Jordan was a theme of going home to restore a community lost in oppression and slavery. The Jordan could also represent the border between slavery and freedom. And so the other side of the Jordan could just as often suggest the northern states, even Canada, and therefore freedom. The composer of this arrangement I'm about to play is Ralph Simpson, who was the organist at Martin Luther King's church. He composed this powerful, uplifting, and exciting arrangement which symbolizes the ultimate goal and joy of the persecutor.
Good morning, everyone. Pastor Mark here, and welcome from the state of Texas. And I am certain you're having a great worship service this morning, and there is much more to enjoy coming up. I want to share a few announcements with you uh, today. Uh, so on March 2nd, it's Ash Wednesday. And we're going to have a special 7 p.m. combined worship service for both congregations at the Hollywood campus. So we hope to connect with you in person, and there's also the option of viewing the live stream. Uh, beginning March 1st, we'll have daily Lenten devotions available online on the Harmony and Hollywood social media pages. And there's a special one being shared by Bishop Marianne Swenson. Always a joy. Uh, by the way, we have two outreach opportunities before us. Through Sunday, March 13th, Harmony is collecting food donations for the North Hollywood Interfaith Food Pantry. And on Sunday, March 13th at the Hollywood campus, there will be a blessing bag build happening at the conclusion of the morning worship service. Oh, and a reminder, oh my goodness, March 13th, Time Change Sunday. Woo! <laughs> so moving forward an hour. Uh, be sure to check out other connection opportunities which are posted on the Hollywood and Harmony social media pages and the church website. Well, friends, in all that we do for the glory of God, let us give thanks. Amen? And in our gratitude, there are numerous ways in which we can faithfully participate in the life and ministries of Hollywood UMC and Harmony Toluca Lake through our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. In the giving of our gifts, let us financially contribute as we are able to live into and help fulfill the vision of the church so that lives are transformed through the inclusive love of Jesus. Now, we can donate via the QR code. There's a text to give. We have the option of going to the hollywoodumc.org website to make a financial contribution. And we can place our donation in the offering plate located in the narthex. And of course, there's always the snail mail route. Regardless of the way you choose to give, we appreciate you and that which you have given. And faith community, may we always participate with joy. Thanks. So blues and ragtime were developed during the late 19th century with the earliest jazz and blues recordings made in the 1920s. African-American musicians developed related styles such as rhythm and blues in the 40s. In the 1960s, pop and funk developed into soul music and had a major influence on white singers from the US and United Kingdom. The biggest influencer of black pop and soul in the 1960s was Motown Records. And I must say, I had the wonderful, blessed opportunity to actually become a writer and producer for Motown in the 80s. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just had to say it. <laughs> so why don't you guys come up and get into place now. And with acts such as Stevie Wonder, The Temptation, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Dinah Ross and the Supremes, the Jacksons, and a preacher's son, Marvin Gaye, Motown became a world phenomenon. Today we are happy to present Marvin's song, What's Going On, which speaks to the unrest and injustice of African Americans in 60s and 70s, as well as war. 
It could not be more impacting as we reflect on the stupidity and the horror that is happening in Ukraine. So Max, kick it off for us, and what's going on? Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. War is not the answer, for only love can conquer hate. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love in here today. We got to pick it line, pick it size. Don't punish me, brutality. Come on, talk to me, so you will see what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Everybody thinks we're wrong, but who are they to judge us simply cause our hair is long? You know, you know, we've got to find a way to bring some loving and understanding here today. We gotta pick it line. Gotta pick it time. Don't punish me. Brutality. Come on, talk to me. So you will see what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Ruth, what's going on? I don't know. Do 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 What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Russia, what's going on? We need to know what's going wrong. We need to know 
What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We need to know, we need to know. We need to know, we need to know. What's going on? Somebody tell me what's going on. I need to know what's going on. What's going on? What's going wrong with the world today? What's going wrong? What's going wrong? What's going wrong? What's going What's going on? A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verses 28 to 43. Now, about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, this is my son, my chosen, listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone and they kept silent and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. Hear what the spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
You know, I, um, I grew up in a black Pentecostal church, and I remember um, there were moments in service where people were just giving such extravagant praise to God. It was the people that were running around the church, the people who were singing really loud, the people who were just visibly excited about God. And, um, and I remember thinking that this was just how we chose to express how grateful, how thankful we were to this God that freed us, right? And, um, and it was rooted in this gospel music, right? And then it also kind of morphed into this, um, went from extravagant praise to extravagant worship. And I remember in those moments, being a young child and be so, being so deeply impacted by those moments of worship, um, those moments where we just focused on God and it was almost a lull and to just honor the presence of God in the room. And so today, I just wanna sing a song that really impacted me when I was growing up. And I just want you to just, just have a seat and just allow your spirit, your soul, to be impacted by the presence of God. Time. Oh, and to worship you, I live. 
You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Those are the words of poet, author, educator, Dr. Maya Angelou from the poem, Still I Rise. During the month of February, we pause for a few moments and celebrate black history. We celebrate the accomplishments of a people who have overcome and thrived in this country despite many obstacles. Be clear, black history is American history. This month, we honor the history of black folks who were brought from the African continent to Jamestown, Virginia in 1619 to pick cotton and tobacco. They were treated like cattle and placed into the belly of ships and chained together like livestock. They survived the inhumane conditions of the Middle Passage. They were considered to be three-fifths of a person. They were not considered we the people when this country was founded. Yet they survived, they overcame, they thrived, and we stand as the beneficiaries of their many sacrifices. This month, we celebrate the lives of those in this country who have been labeled colored, Negro, Black, and African American. As I reflect on Black history, as I reflect on American history, I am reminded of my own family's history. I am reminded of the saints who have gone before me who have paved the way that I might walk into the spaces I occupy each day. The words of Hebrew 12, 1 and 2 come to mind for me. And it says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is a photo. This is a photo of my maternal great-great-grandfather, Ned Sampson Colbreth Moon, with his sister and his children. My great-grandmother, his only daughter, Susie Elizabeth Moon Black, is standing to his left. He was born in Georgia, possibly Macon, to a slave mother named Sandra Elizabeth Moon Parker Chavers. As a slave, there were born to this mother six children, two moons and four parkers. The older moon, Joe, passed away in early age. Ned came by ferry boat from Georgia to Texas when Texas was a republic and quite unsettled. He was a farmer. He owned a cotton gin, and in 1894 or 1895, he established a horse gin with levers drawn by four mules. The method by which the gin was operated with two levers and a pair of mules hitched to each lever. The mules walked in a circle driven by his son Choice, who was nine, year old, nine years old, and you, who was 11 years old, on the other lever. Time to begin the day's work was 4.30 or 5 a.m., so I know where I get my early rising. I wake naturally at about 4.45 each morning. This morning, I slept till 6.30, and I felt like I just slept half the day away. 
time to begin the work was at 4.30 or 5, and closing time was at 7.30 or 8 p.m. His son, E.T.L., who was 14 years old, attended the accounts and the weights. Usually, after a very busy day, that would produce uh, three or four bales of cotton. And sales of cotton at that time ranged from four to seven cents per pound. Ned became a Methodist later in life and is buried with the ancestors at Cedar Grove Methodist Cemetery in Orr City, Texas. At the time of his death on August 17, 1919, he had purchased 929 acres, had a cash balance of $12,000, and plenty of livestock and fields of crops. Our family still owns some of this land to this day. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. My paternal great-great-great-grandfather was Sam High. Sam was born a slave in South Carolina, and he was later sold and forced to move to East Texas with his new slaveholder and leave his family behind in South Carolina. He was a carpenter, and his slaveholder allowed him to keep a portion of his salary. He saved most of his money, and after the Civil War and the Emancipation Proclamation, Sam returned to South Carolina to rejoin his family and brought them back to East Texas, settling in Karnak. The photo you see, the photo you see is his grandson, my great-grandfather, Henry Ray High Sr., and that's my great-grandmother, Mary Virginia Buchanan High. Grandma Mary, we called her Karnak grandmother because she lived in Karnak, Texas, she lived to be 99 years old, and she passed away when I was in high school. When we were in elementary school, before we could stay home by ourselves, my siblings and I, we would go to the family farm for Grandma Mary to babysit us when we had days off from school. I didn't like to go to Grandma Mary's because Grandma Mary did not have cable television. So it was a long day with no cable television. But now, now I have precious memories because I remember Grandma Mary going through the family albums and the photos that she told of our history and her telling us about the entries that were in the family Bible. I am also remembering the animals, the cows and the chickens and how big they seemed to me when I was a child. On the porch, she had an old-fashioned rocker, rocker swing that brought us much enjoyment. They were people of deep faith and members of the Antioch Baptist Church in Lee, Texas, and now rest with the ancestors in the church cemetery. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. I am privileged. 
I am privileged to be surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. I have been blessed in my life to live and to have grandparents and great-grandparents and great-aunts and great-uncles. I have had the privilege of gaining wisdom from the elders in my family. Poet Nikki Giovanni says, and I love this, she says style has a profound meaning to, to black Americans. If we can't drive, we will invent waltz and the world will envy the dexterity of our feet. If we can't have ham, we will boil chitterlings. If we are given rotten peaches, we will make cobblers. If given scraps, we will make quilts. Take away our drums and we clap our hands. We prove the human spirit will prevail. We will take what we have to, to make what we need. We need confidence in our knowledge of who we are. I saw a new term on social media a few weeks ago, a new term that, that perfectly describes black folks. It said that we are blacknificent impressively dripping in, in black beauty, elaborately infused with melanin, and extravagantly bathed in chocolate. I love black magnificent. <laughs> this month, my brothers and sisters, we pause to honor the contributions of black Americans to the diverse tapestry that truly makes America great. Dr. Maya Angelou ends the poem, Still I Rise, with these words. Out of the huts of history shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I am a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. For you see this morning, my brothers and sisters, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. And so I rise, I rise, I rise.
love it. What a magnificent Sunday we have had today. Woo! And it's not even over yet because we get to go into the gymnasium and get Girl Scout cookies and we get to have soul food. So come and join us. But now may all of you receive this blessing. May the love of God watch over you. May the peace of Christ fill your hearts. May you feel the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when you go, may you be among that number when the saints are marching in. Amen. Go with the saints, go marching in, go with the saints.